welcome to another episode of Carlos. Where where's the skeleton? Where's skeleton Pete? Uh, he was just right here. I went to the bathroom and I came back and he's gone. What'd you do with him? I swear I didn't touch him. Uh, Pete? Pete? I'm kind of freaking out. This is weird, dude. Yeah. Hey, Pete, where, where are you? We got to shoot SOS. Welcome to another episode of SOS VHS. Today, the three of us went to the movie theater to watch Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, a movie that obviously is popping up everywhere. Uh, and because we're not in the 12 to 24 demographic, I don't think we were such a good fans. I see you, like, not in your head, no. I played the game when it came out briefly. I yeah. re-downloaded it. I feel like there's no excuse. You can hire people and spend money to make these scripts really cool and good. And you could have got a second one. Although this will get a sequel because oh, it absolutely. crushed it at the box office. It, I mean, just to go over a few of the fa hard, hardcore facts, it made $78 million in, in the U.S. in the first three days. To put it in perspective, um, The Exorcist Believer, mm -hmm did 24 exactly. in the same amount of time, right? Yeah. Internationally, including the US, it did like 131 million. This is a movie that cost 20 million to make, 50 million to market. So, but there's still, after three days, there are still, uh, uh, they're already Is it normal printing. to double your budget for marketing? Yeah, usually, okay. you know, this is this started in, I think 1975 with with Jaws, mm -hmm. when and then George Lucas, who was kind of like the master marketer, yeah, and starting to invest as much money as you in the movie as in the as in the marketing. I see, I see. Okay. And now with the smaller movies like this, smaller, yeah, for Hollywood, you have to put a lot of money to compete to to get awareness. Yeah. Nobody expected this huge success, not even them. Yeah. And it was just, it blew people's minds. Uh, yeah, in the summer of Oppenheimer and Barbie and people spending their money on doing that, I would never have expected people to like go back to the movies to watch another film, especially like this, this it's football season, there's things going yeah. on, you know. I think there's a hunger for like things that are not sequels, you know, and then like... Mm -hmm. But stuff like that is a little more original. I think it's the potential of how cool this movie could have been too. I think even if you're like 20 and you played this game, yeah, eight years ago, or whatever, you're like, oh, that could be a really cool movie. Yeah, I I saw that the, the 80 percent of the audience was 18 to 24. No, sorry, 13 to 24. Jesus, that's so annoying in the theater. Yeah, but <laughs> Can you it, imagine it, it kind of makes sense. If it does. About it, it's, it is a a PG 13 movie. Oh yeah, I I don't even look at the rating, but I yeah. But it makes sense, right? Yeah, like there's no, no no fuck or no, and also the violence is very tame. We we talk about it a little bit when when uh, the Osage people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So th this could have been easily an R-rated movie. Uh, I think it's. I mean, yeah, they wanted their money. It's like I think it could have been better if it was R. I believe that making a good movie uh, equals money still. So, but the audience is so young. Mm. The potential audience was so young that I think I think they're not gonna because they probably were in talks to do like a narrated cut for streaming or something like that, but decided cool. not to. 
You could still make, I mean, you could still make things scary without showing blood and stuff. Like we talked about the Scorsese movie yeah. uh, where there's not like a gratuitous violence, but still the, gratuitous. What a 1999 word, uh, you know, like Hillary is, Clinton. The pro- <laughs> my main problem with the movie is that it's actually not scary. It's not mm-hmm. even scary for that demographic. It's not, but if you compare to what are the PG-13 horror movies that are scary? I literally scare you when you were a kid. Six Sense. Sixth Sense was very scary, but that was like so grounded in reality. This is so obviously like goofy. Yeah, this is more like a Gremlins, right? Like a yeah, like it's that tone that is it's not really scary, but it's fun. It uh, feels like they blew like their load <laughs> on like the video game. It's like the game on your iPhone is so original and cool. Yeah, and if this was like a movie. At first, like that would have been like like Gremlins, but right? Because we know it was a video game. I obviously that's great. You can bring people to the theater way easier. Yes, but I don't know. I just think they fumbled the bag on this, and I feel like they they got really lucky, and they made a lot of money. Yeah, and I feel like they should be sued <laughs> for robbing the uh, American public. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I feel uh-huh. like I I feel like there's an actual case. Like you didn't try hard enough. And you robbed us. I honestly, I I did not love the movie, but I did since not you are like... so against someone. I just argue. <laughs> no, that's great for no. for the movie a little Please. bit. Um, because I I feel like Andres, I didn't understand it. It's so we watch movies every day, basically. Yeah, I didn't understand the plot. We write, and we we understand three and five act structure backwards like people think we're goofy guys but we like understand shakespeare <laughs> it's, it's like we're in la for a reason it's and i did not made for us and it's not it's made for the fans of the game that's the yes. first audience and they are targeting that audience the game was scary though i wanted this to be scary but in terms of understanding the plot and the lore of this game and the, and and if you i mean the game is so simple on one hand and he has all these side little games yeah. that have the plot in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So you have to be a really like, if you just like scan through the game, you're no, never going to get any of the plot. So it's so much lore. And so in video games, I guess you can you can get away with stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. I guess in movies too. But in this movie, there's so much stuff. The rules of the world. I didn't understand no sense. the rules. Yeah, they, they kept contradicting themselves and... Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just, I I put on reality TV three times during this movie, but I, I finished it, but, like, I was putting on other things. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch this all the way through because I'm going to get in a bad mood. I want to come back to it wanting to come back to it. That's I was so trying funny. to do it justice, for real. Right. I, yeah, I I mean, I, I usually don't hate movies. It's like, I, Me I, neither. I have a high tolerance for, for, for pain. My dad was movies. so strict on that, too. He was like, oh, you think that movie's bad? He was like, could you go make it? If I said anything, anything about a movie, yeah. it was like, you know, those guys are millionaires. It was always that. They right. have so much money and you're not shit. <laughs> right. And and think about this. This is the biggest Jason Blum, Blumhouse production opening ever. That is insane. He is such a talented producer. I've looked up to him for a decade. Like out of nowhere, this guy comes from the ashes or the half ashes of Eli Roth, basically. Right. Like and this cool, this cool version of Eli Roth. Eli Roth is super cool. I love the guy, but yeah. like 
this guy really takes it to a next level of like who's in the future of horror. Like, yeah, but he does both. He does terrible movies and he does... Uh, but his terrible does- movies are very fascinating and I feel like this doesn't even deserve to be in the category of terrible movies for Really? Blumhouse. Like Truth uh, Truth or Dare? Yeah, I feel like they're like there's still something creative about it and there's something like not creative about Five Nights at Freddy's. Like the lore didn't feel... I feel like you and I could have more fun like coming up with the lore of like these animatronic yeah, characters. But, but they want to make justice to this whole plot that is in the games right in the yeah that's because the the movie takes place in today right is yeah, it, it, yeah they never say that it's, it's today, 2000 it, something but but the the killings of these boys happen in the 80s yeah and apparently the <laughs> to understand the whole game thing there is an 83 and 87 <laughs> bite, kill, bite of 83 <laughs> Yeah, there is so, a bite of '83, the bite of '87, uh, which is the like, infamous bite of '83. <laughs> I was born in '87. Yeah, that's there we go. exactly that's when when you know they they kill <laughs> the big bite happened in '87. <laughs> I, I did love seeing Matthew Lillard. <clears throat> I oh, love seeing him. Hell yeah, skeleton! I gotta say, he one Matthew Lillard looks fucking great. I'm so proud of him and inspired that in 2023. Okay, good. Yep. I know the year. Yeah. Uh, I always think it's four. <laughs> I'm in the so, future. So, soon enough. Yeah. He looks so like athletic and thin. Like he looks good, which yeah. I, I think his age, he was a movie star in 2001. I, I'm, I think that's very admirable. We just had Matthew Perry pass away. Yeah. So when I see actors still working and look healthy, I really... I really look at that and use yeah. it for my own life. But Matthew Lillard was fantastic. I thought he was the best actor in the movie. Josh Hutchinson is his name, right? Yeah. I uh, I saw him at Lemonade on Coldwater Ventura a couple years ago. Uh, okay. Well, it was more than a couple years ago. I was with my ex-wife and Hunger Games. Just Were you a Hunger Games like? Uh... I fucking loved Hunger Games. I right. saw it at the Arclight. I hated his character. He's Pita. He's a little cuck. <laughs> you don't like Pita? I don't like Pita. He, and especially like when they run into him in the forest and he's like a camouflage <laughs> with the rock. I'm like... You think that's cool to be able to camouflage yourself? He's with the girl <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Fancy said it, not me. <laughs> well, um, but <laughs> he's the feminine energy. I think Jennifer Lawrence. Je- I actually was kind of surprised that he, I, to me he did okay. Because, he got paid, <laughs> but he's like he's the thing that anchors this whole movie because the mm-hmm. his aunt and the people she hires and that lawyer, it all feels like completely a different movie would look like a million at a sketch show with like really terrible actors it's the c storyline and i'm like like the lighting looks different i'm like did y'all shoot this like a month after they wrapped josh's <laughs> shit like did they just get him and then they do this i don't know it felt it felt strange but for me i mean and the only reason why that plot makes sense is because the whole the best part of the movie, the actual killing sequence mm-hmm. happens with because of this guy, mm-hmm. the breaking in guys. But I thought like, yeah, those actors were terrible. <laughs> the the girl is okay, passable, like the, the, the sister Abby. 
But I think he's the I one. Mean, I didn't love her. Right. She's passable, but she look, she does her job. She's under fucking 20. She's a kid. She can no, work. No, I understand. But it's just like, yeah, I, I agree. Oh, no, I'm telling myself that. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I was getting annoyed of her, and I was telling myself, Carlos, be nice. She's they, a kid. <laughs> she's okay, but well, when you see a, uh, um, an actor, you know, a young actor, really like so rare skeleton mentioned uh six cents you know when you have a performance like that it's like okay i met him last year Haley joel osman yeah he's he, awesome he is so cool he was just like a cool like he was so cool the sun was setting and he took a picture of it for instagram i was like he's just a chill dude yeah he loves food instagram and, and he like baseball he does love food we're not getting into that yeah i'm just saying like he, i love he, guys he can that see love dead food. people and great sunsets <laughs> <laughs> he can see uh, dead people and, and double doubles <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, look i'm not making fun of the guy i'm just saying like he was uh no he's a, an american talent and he was an amazing kid actor i think like he did uh, Six Sense and, and AI mm -hmm. and with those two performances he has a career you know now unfortunately nobody has given him a chance to be a he deserves it I think the oh you know where I loved him the Entourage movie yeah he, he was fucking good in that this guy this guy could be on Broadway he's he does, so good I think he's an incredible actor but we can get back to Five right. Fridays but I, <laughs> so I think uh, I think Josh Mike our character yeah I think he does okay because I don't think it's a it's an easy script to ground. No, he like, tried to make it up with an acting coach, and, right? And he and he was like, okay, I I kind of believe this character in this journey. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, he has so many, so many insane theories that to buy into the lore of this is so difficult for me. Even, I just had to. Even, even if you if you like the video game, it's like okay, so you have this dream theory, right? The the movie starts with him. Uh, reading a <laughs> the dream. fake book about the dream theory, which and he is, can go back to the same dream every he, night. Exactly, he can go back to the same dream every <laughs> night, every night, and revisit it. And that's what he does. He takes uh, uh sleeping pills and has some sort of anchor, like that poster of Nebraska, right? And he goes back to the same dream, his recurring dream. And again, he was ten or something when this happened. So this is like. 20 years of him his dreaming. brother gets taken and he goes back to this dream to yeah. see who took him to see who took him and and he always the same dream and and nothing else happened this is pure movie lore like we are not on earth right, right. now and 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 then the 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 dream theory has a second part that says well actually everything we dream we we've seen once we re is there even if you which i kind of it. which you believe in complete theory which is <laughs> if you've looked at anything in your life yeah you, it's in your brain and you have to discover it somehow i'm like dude but how, how reliable are your memories you know as time goes by and well blah. lawyers don't even rely on them <laughs> in court because you could call a blue car a red car in a murder case it <laughs> right. feels like his, his form of hypnotherapy right where yes. you like try to access those memories but this is his own his own thing own thing yeah well, why didn't he use psychedelics which is the first thing i thought of when he was like i need to discover something in my brain i'm like right. uh well if you lived in california because it's pg-13 you're right <laughs> so that's why we we kept it with the sleeping pill. oh yeah instead they they're like pills are okay yeah. generic fake pills exactly but okay so <laughs> we start with that then we go into a kind of like a real murder uh drama thing where like a, a serial killer mm -hmm. has kidnapped kids kill them yeah and get rid of the bodies something that could have been actually scary 
But yeah. I guess it's PG-13, but you could have done it. And then we have a ghost story on top of that. So, like, the spirits of these kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the guy had two dreams. The two things that he loved is the, the guy who, who came up with, with uh, Freddy, Freddy's Pizzeria yeah. had two dreams, right? Like, family events yeah. and animatronics. Insane. So, he put those two things together. Mm-hmm. And he created the best animatronics ever. Mm-hmm. The animatronics, I, I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, I grew up going to a place like Five Nights at Freddy's. Wh- which one was your favorite? Of the yeah. robots? I, I like the small one. You, you, I told Pete you were the cupcake. <laughs> I think the cool... I'm always, you always make me the bad character. <laughs> In uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, <laughs> I was like Leo being goofy. Just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I think my favorite is Chica. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> what cool. about you, Skeleton? Who's your favorite? Hmm, it- my favorite is... Foxy? Fre- I like, uh, what's it, uh, Fredbear. Fredbear, okay. the, the protagonist. The, 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 Did you grow up going to a great. place like this? There was no such thing as... as In Spain? As the, this is very American, you know, it feels very... The things that I would see in movies. So I grew up going to Chuck E. Cheese in Houston right. and to a couple locations. Actually. Yeah. Um, it was exactly like this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was scary. It was weird. Like they weren't a big part of what I liked. Yeah. I liked the pizza and video games. Like the animatronics were just a little too creepy for me. Yeah. I feel like this comes with the the kind of like the, the clowns and the other things that are kind of like kid-like but also scary, you know? And animatronics can be scary. And, and the game is such a cool idea. When the game came out, I yeah. downloaded it immediately on like my iPhone 4 or 5 or whatever Yeah, so th- I think that's 2014 the game came she, up. I like how that's old. I was literally like, I think I was engaged. Yeah. Jesus. But, but it was, I, I yeah, I agree. I think the game is cool. It's fun. It's a horror game. I mean, it gets repetitive to me a little bit. Yeah, but imagine you're 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So I thought in the movie there'd be a lot more jump scares because the the game has so many jump scares. Right. So did I. I didn't get any of those jump scares, and I was like, oh, I wanted wanted to be scared here. A million percent. They have them. I don't think they work for It's the whole point of the the game. And I think that's where you can still be PG-13 if you go for the jump scare. I think it's always cheap. The jump scares, yeah. people were so used to see them. And Which is why it works in a video game. Music so loud and everything, you know, yeah. you're looking that way and it's here. Mm-hmm. Every time, you know, when he opens his locker and sees the balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Character. Oh, so scary. I, I, yeah. And it's like you cut three times, you know, and the music goes up so high. I don't love those type of things. Okay. Versus like something like in The Sixth Sense, you know. I think of like, course. Like the, the character just crossing frame and suddenly you're like in, in so fucked tension. up but it oh. would have been on brand for the for the movie because the game has of, them you of know course. yeah like, that's what I, I was thinking i I'd like go ahead and use all those jump scares you know he they, they do a few i feel uh just they, yeah, but they just don't yeah they don't, <laughs> don't hit yeah they they don't hit i agree I, and that's why I, I don't think the movie's super scary in that sense but which going, would have been awesome if it was legit scary and like fucked up but I just feel like that's not the point of the movie. And the I point of the like, movie is to make money, and they did no, that. No, but I'm saying, like, when I remember watching Gremlins, it's the only other movie that I can, like, say, okay, it was fun. It was for kids. There seems to be some sort of love in Gremlins, though, where they, like, love the characters. And I get that the creators love these characters. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But there feels like there was no effort in the script. And I feel like Dude. with Gremlins, there's effort. And, like... 
like trying there's some so and you can see it through the movie and with this i didn't feel like they tried i feel like they wrote four drafts and they shot it and i'm like you know uh i'm i'm i mean they've been trying to make this movie for 10 years so yeah. 10 years so the, the, the but that's jokes not a script about, issue right that's not like oh they sent it to the studio for 10 years i like, feel they you, haven't found the right uh version of the movie they wanted to yeah i agree with you on that i agree with you on that there's probably so many versions of the script but what i think is it's not about it being good it's about it being like the right version to market which is yeah. okay we like the storyline for it where a security guard gets a job there and he's down and out and he has these crazy dreams i'm like they're on pitch 11 at this point actually 10 years they're on pitch 50. It's holler baby time, and we have today Alexander Wade that says, back pain, holistic muscle, therapy works, hustlesportsmassage.com, Alexander Wade. And if you guys want to leave any uh, shout outs here, go to holler.baby slash SOSVHS. I, I don't know, I always think once I start criticizing a movie, I, I quickly think, wait a second, there is no way that it's lack of effort. I think mm. even if the if the thing doesn't land the way I, I want it, because I made movies and I made movies yeah. that are bad, but I, it's not a lack of effort. It's like, well, I what know- what about the how, writing? I, I think people work as much as they can. And in this in this case, like- To you get have, paid though, that's what I really argue is that think? I think they're trying to get paid. I think the writers are like, I want it to make sense so that when it goes to the studio, they see me as a competent writer and they're like, we're going to give you a lot of money. I really believe that because honestly, that would be my thinking if I was handed intellectual property. I'm not the creator, right. but if I was handed the property from the creator and an agency, yeah. I'd be like, all right, I got to understand this and write this the best version. But if I was just looking for a paycheck, I'd be like, I just got it to make sense. Yeah, but- And like put some cool sprinkling okay. on it. But let's, like, let's go. I want to love it. Well, here, can I, can I, can I do something real quick? Yeah. Yes, Skelton. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so look, passionate about I'm, this. I'm almost 37. Carlos, you're you're my age. Andres, you're a little bit older. I'm 36. We're, they're 36, right? So look, we're older. Transport yourself back to a 14 year old kid, mm. right? I, I feel like I would have loved this movie as a teenager. I'm 14. You know, it's, I, I don't think it's made for us. You. That's yeah. the thing. I I, I agree 100. I agree with that. Mm. But also going through the rabbit hole of like let's let's think about. So this is. The second feature of this director, mm -hmm. uh, uh, her Emma, name is Emma, Emma Tammy. Tammy, yeah, and also she holds the record for uh, biggest biggest box office for a female, uh, biggest box office horror for a female director. Of course, yes, yeah. which and is which is amazing. It's amazing and means that also she's gonna keep doing like the the sequels because also the yeah absolutely yeah. the sequel is guaranteed. I didn't like it, Emma. And think, <laughs> but I'm saying like for someone like she did a movie called The Win in 1980 in sorry in 2018. 1918. <laughs> in 2018. This old hag. <laughs> she made the Titanic documentary. <laughs> and so I'm saying like for her this is a big deal. This is like it would a, be a big deal for me. I be <laughs> make geez, it or break awesome. it. And it's it follows the Jason Blum you know the way that they produce movies and a Blumhouse which I think is genius. But the 14 year olds and the 15 year olds that are going to this are not seeing Blumhouse and and confirming that the, it could be a good movie That's no but what i'm saying is like what what jason blunt usually does is okay he goes after directors who have a track record but they're not famous cool so if they have a track What's record yeah. meaning like they they know how to make a movie they made at least one or two movies yeah. i i know that they can handle making a movie the Ooh. whole process then 
I give them the project. Yeah. And I don't have to pay them this. Like, you know, like, so this is the second movie this year. And by the way, Jason Blum is behind uh, the, the Exorcist, Exorcist too. Yeah. But he did two movies this year, Megan and... and uh, I liked Megan. <laughs> and Five Nights at Freddy that were a one-off that now are going to have sequels because they crash at the box office. And that's kind of unheard of. Is Jason Blum the most successful uh, producer in Hollywood right now? It's probably at the top, you know, especially the Who's type of him? indie producer, right? Indie in the sense that like it is his company. He does. Oh, he's he the wants. next Weinstein. Is the <laughs> e- <laughs> the next George Lucas? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, George Lucas, that indie producer. <laughs> George Lucas was always an independent producer. I know, in 1976. <laughs> no, no, until the end of his life, because he was his own boss. He he. Yeah, that- <laughs> own his own company. That's like saying Elon Musk is an indie uh, space. Well, but creator. what I'm saying is like the definition of indie is that you don't depend on the a studio. A million percent. Yes. If you create your own studio, that's that. different. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> and Jason Blum is the same thing. You know, he's an indie producer. Now he's ahead of his own studio. So inspirational. So cool to me. So cool. Especially because the type of movies that he bet on, you know. He's- but he makes damn good movies. I feel like, I don't know what his secret sauce is, but... There's something about his movies that he, there must be some sort of process with his production company where the script or yeah. something or the cuts go through him and like an elite crew of people he trusts before anything goes like to a I, distribution. I, I I think they have so many bad movies. I, I love him. I love him. I love yeah. the model they do. I, but aren't I, the bad movies creative? I think they're just fun. And, yeah. and, and But I, th- I put this one in that ca- category. I don't mm. hate this movie. I think it's a fun movie. I think agree with the skeleton. If I was younger, I would be more into it. I still was able to, I love the characters. I think that the the idea of the animatronics and not using CGI and using actual... Yeah, vis- visually, oh, it looks Oh, thank great. God. Visually, it looks CGI. great, actually. That's Blum, though. That's Blumhouse's <laughs> influence, I imagine. I imagine this is the that universal picture be like CGI. I mean, we're talking about like a, the fan base is so important. So when, when, the, when the poster came out, like people got really mad online because in the game, the, the, the characters don't have red eyes. So they, the, the filmmakers were like, oh my God. And it probably yeah. every scene, because you see, which I think is pretty cool. The guy, the faces of the animatronics, you can see when they're like the fussy yeah. cute bear and the bad bear. Yeah. With subtle details, you know, they close their eyes a little bit. Yeah, it's cool. They, they become a little redder, but probably they were this red and they, and they probably have it. to tame it because people Just were like against it. They did that with Sonic, I believe in the latest Sonic movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Son- yeah, no, it was I it was either Sonic or Pikachu, I can't remember ah. where the character was released and the internet backlash. I believe it was Sonic. They backlash so much. Yeah, yes. the Jim Carrey one that they changed the way Sonic looked. Ah, interesting because and yeah. it, it was for the better, but it is this age of uh the internet and Reddit and whatever. But also you're making the movie for those people, so you, you are try, yeah. trying to like but this, what if you're this, making Star Wars and they're like, oh, I need this scene in Cloud City, man. <laughs> but so when you do something original. I'm looking for Pete to be smiling. That. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> when, when, you, when you do something original, you don't have that expectation. Now, doing another Star Wars now, yes, of course, they go through everything. You have to make sure everybody's happy. But the fans are not the artists and they're not entrusted. They're not being paid. That's, yeah. my, that's my hang up about it is like, you think it's so easy, but like people like Andreas have been directing for 
so long. They've yeah. been writing for so long. Like, like let the artists do what they're doing. But look, the, let's go through the best version of this. The best okay. version of an adaptation with fans, let's say something like Lord of the Rings. Okay. <laughs> Not Spider-Man 3, okay. No, no, because... <laughs> With comics, it's a little di different. I'm mean, saying like something like it's a book that is very beloved for okay. so many different generations of people and such a dense book and, and so much so information. Dense, like the and, Bible. And it has different languages in it, right? Like that is not your current What's language. What's it called? Elfish? Yeah, 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 the Elvish. Yeah. Uh, you have um, drawings of certain artists who have captured those environments for 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 time you know and, and they're including the book yeah. so when a filmmaker comes in and say okay i'm a fan of this i can't i'm gonna make something for the fans for everybody else too but and i'm gonna be faithful to all of that so yeah, yeah i think i mean it's an incredible script i think in, in an incredible trilogy but mm -hmm. they they were able to make a great theme and also be faithful mm -hmm. i feel like this obviously doesn't to be fair, I don't think that video, this video game, has the weight of like something like. What about Metal Gear Solid? They've been trying to make that for ten years with yeah. Hideo Kojima and uh, Jordan Vote Roberts, who made Kings of Summer. I right. knew him through Sandy Danto. But We'd party at his house. So many projects. I mean, I think video game movies are in right. Like, I think oh, again, this is the second largest video game movie uh, after Mario Bros. Insane. Like I opening. like the last Mario movie with Chris Pratt. I liked yeah. it a lot, weirdly. I watched it on Peacock, and yeah. I was like, this is amazing. I wish and I'd it's, seen uh, it. It's a, fun, it's a fun adventure, too. Yeah. They're going to make uh, yeah. a second, obviously. Every, they, we'll have these sequels in two this, years. This is the problem with, like, I think people were like, okay, I'm tired of sequels. Let's go to something new. But then because that's something new, is is successful. They have to. There's no choice. They have yeah. to make their money. And I think... There's so much more to explore in the in the world of the of the video game for 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 Freddy's. Oh yeah, it's like ripe and dense with things to squeeze out for yeah. another movie. A lot of Easter eggs. Whether it and... should be is yeah. up to you, but when money's involved, yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I I feel like I feel like even talking to you about it and defending it a little bit. I I I think it's not as bad as I, I oh, okay. when I, when I watch it. I think they did a good job with uh creating a visual world that makes sense that that matched the video game mm. that make sure that the fans were happy with the problem is the story the story of the video game also is so thin that yes. for the video game works because it's just okay it's just scary thing it comes boom so they take the little side things and create the lore yeah. but you said like there's lore in the game it's lore the of side the game, quest. but it's like things that don't make much sense so we talk a few because it was an iPhone game of course they don't want to make but sense but let's say that this serial killer is killing kids okay he loves killing kids okay mm -hmm. fine now he kills the kid mm -hmm. and hides the kid inside an animatronic <laughs> character that is also a wearable suit Mm -hmm. And there are two different types. The wearables, like the one that we see at the end of the movie, yeah. and the ones that you don't wear and they're just standing on the cell, which is already a little bit... Oh, yeah, that's very a little bit... Uh, weird. Yeah. Well, but now, the body of these kids are inside, which is impossible mm -hmm. because <laughs> we see through and we see the, the, the skeleton yeah. is the metal. But so let's say that it was... I couldn't... Okay. Let's say that there is a pocket there where they hit the kid and it's probably rotten. And so these things will have to smell really bad. 
but also the spirit of that kid inhabits the the <laughs> the skeleton. We're breaking a lot of natural laws here. And moves accordingly. But also the kids don't remember anything that happened. That's usually the case for movies with crimes with kids. It's like, it's, oh, I wake up. But it's so many things together, you know, that you have to buy that for me it's already okay. And then you have this cop mm-hmm. who's the daughter of the killer mm-hmm. who she's been protecting the dad for so long, although she tells she knows that he's a terrible man. Her police caller just says PD. Yeah. Police department. Right. No, it's like, are you the world This happens police? in an uh, in an abstract city. Yes, it takes place in Toronto, Ohio. <laughs> right, right. It's on like, Earth 3.0. Like, like many movies, you know, small town America. Yeah, of course. A lot of movies are like that. But, and that's fine. You don't, you know, it could it could be a representation of any town that well, had the tech and cheese. The Ferrari trailer played before this. Oh. I'm so excited about Ferrari with Michael Mann. I know. You mentioned it twice. Already. <laughs> I know. I'm I, so I excited. <laughs> I'm sorry for mentioning it twice. You're just I, my friend and I want to talk about Michael Mann movies. <laughs> I, I I read mixed things about it because it was in Venice. He's but, so polarizing though. Like We should just go and have fun. I want to see it. Definitely. And also has Adam SOS Driver on? and one of the best actress ever, Penelope, Penelope Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, and she's she's a perfect Italian. She did. I went out with a girl last night. It was like Penelope Cruz? No, that's what my point is. Oh. So I went out with this girl and I, I was driving home and I was like, she's not Latin. What will I do? <laughs> and I was really thinking that. I was like, hmm, how will I survive this? <laughs> so that's like kind of an interesting thing I'm going through is being uh, so you, you need to what's your the type ride? what's your type Carl Latin Latin or like Jewish usually all day but uh sorry but I uh <laughs> sorry to all no I don't <laughs> think you can climb in this industry with that attitude <laughs> no I um yeah we don't have to get into it <laughs> but yeah Latin or Jewish skeleton but we, you know we're on an island it's just us bros here now for life so Andres is looking pretty good to you <laughs> yeah look for sure. He's a little too European. Right? Yes. Yeah. Too well dressed. Um, <laughs> but I like to be the best dressed in my relationship. Right. Yeah. So so this Vanessa character, this cop, this, this PD. This is from London. Thank I like you. it. Yeah, it's European. Yes. So no. all this is European, actually. You are, yeah, yeah. I know. You're American, solid. American, American, European, all European. <laughs> American. There we go. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to show you that I have some style. You, I, you are stylish. But it's European too. What about this? I think you're your oh, style. You. This, what? This chain. That's Italian. Gucci. That's Italian. House of Gucci. Oh, I just yeah. wanted to, you yeah. know, for thank, you to show it up. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> so, but going back to this movie. Uh, <laughs> so we have a cop that is the, you know, knows the place really well. Mm-hmm. She acts suspicious from the beginning. Immediately, she's so on you, his case. She, you know, you, she's on it, but there is no talking about this idea of a character arc or a character change. You know, in, in a movie, like how, why does she change in the end? Does she really like this guy? She didn't like all the previous ones, so she was okay with them being murdered. There were no scenes of her alone in the in between right. that would like push her story forward. So you yeah. really have to like want her to understand her story and pay attention to her specifically in the scenes to understand it in the end. Right. I am 
we we see her one time. There's one shot of her alone because she's there before yes. they arrive. But it's not a, like a it's not like character describing. No, but she's me. also looking at these drawings in awe, like kind of figuring things out when we know that she knows that mm-hmm. ev- everything. So it's a kind of like one of those. Moments. It's a fake out. It's a it's a it's, it's just a, a life, yeah. basically. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I I feel like all of this is very difficult to kind of accept mm-hmm. as a part of the movie. Are you good at that, just accepting things? Because you're such a movie lover. I'm pretty good at it, just accepting bullshit. I I can do it, yeah. but it, when it makes sense, I, I prefer it. <laughs> of you course. You know, like, yeah. I, I, or uh, just a touch, like, you know, like the suspension in, uh, suspension of disbelief, a little bit, like, give me... Even the uh, sixth sense. It's like, no one can see dead people. Right, but, but it kind of makes no, no, sense. No, no, no. <laughs> Once the rules are clear, I, I'm going in with any genre, you know? Yeah. And this is like, it's a ghost movie. Okay, it's ghosts that get into this. But it's so many, 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 many things with this movie mm-hmm. that I feel... Because it has a family drama in it, too. If you think it's like... Yeah, that would have been great if they focused on that. We would have been... Uh, that would have been our anchor throughout it, the film. It's a movie that's trying to figure out what it wants to be. Yes, I think it was a movie that was... Uh, Half of the movies are, is, is not even at Freddy's. And it's about this guy mm-hmm. uh, who clearly has a trauma. Mm-hmm. He he starts by beating up a guy who thinks he's kidnapping a, a boy. So who you know already that he has this trauma. So that's a cool idea. So yeah. automatically, I'm like, I see what the writer's doing. But like, it just doesn't translate through the director. Emma... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna be on Emma's uh, team. I think is this is not a brilliant visual movie in that sense mm-hmm. of like camera work or anything, but it is in the sense of like creating a, a visual world that represents what people are looking for. I think mm. people who are familiar with the game go into Freddy's and recognize the location, which is yeah, it made and it made a lot of money as a result. It right. did well in the box office because and it looks we'll good. It looks looks like a real real movie. I mean, but don't you think this could have been a cultural phenomenon like Barbie if it had been like a <laughs> definitely that, badass that, script? That and is, we were not, all talking about it. This movie is not that. I don't know if this movie could be that. I think I, it could I, be. I, I think, think could. everything could be. I I mean, that's just me being optimistic, but I love the idea that anything could be a phenomenon. I think if it's, it focused on Afton's um, kind of beginnings and, you know, in in the eighties, I think Mm -hmm. that then, you know, focusing in on that more, that lore and him creating the animatronics and just going deeper into the lore. Although we'd get less of the Freddie Fazbear, you know, and be, be already in it. And that's the thing is like, it, 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 it's more in line with the game. Mm-hmm. I would. I was going in thinking, man, I'd love to go more into the lore of it, and I felt like I didn't get that in this. I got. I got more game than yeah, lore. It, it seems like a biblical version of like this, like fantasy world, like where they're describing everything. It's the exact yeah. origins and everything. Where it's like, if Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, written by Carlos Rera and <laughs> Fancy B, <laughs> like, and Pete, it would be like, uh, you know, this guy just shows up and it's just a crazy night and it's ninety minutes of hell. <laughs> yeah, know? definitely. And there's Led Zeppelin's playing different, de- different possible versions of this movie with mm-hmm. that in in mind. And we have a character that is interesting, but I don't think going with the with the serial killer is that interesting either because. Unless you create a character that is so compelling, like Jigsaw, it's just super crazy. Mm-hmm. Th- this one is super crazy. It's crazy because he likes to kill kids. Mm-hmm. Already, very difficult character to kind of get some sort of, uh, empathy, you know, empathy, understanding. Towards. You can't understand. But also, you. then he's just a great, a 
creating animatronics and then he puts the kids inside the animatronics and then he tries to control the animatronics through drawings. It's just like, oh, it'd be cool it's if too he was much. Like a <laughs> if he was like, oh, like it was some sort of sexual thing. Also, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Carlos. Sorry, skeleton. Yes. <laughs> but so but about think about too, like Gareth, who's like Mike's little brother. What are the chances? That the guy, right, like, it's so, like, it's the same guy mm-hmm. who kidnapped his kid, but this kid, but also he didn't kill him, put in an animatronic for some reason, not this one. For way. some reason, yeah. Uh, but he realizes why there's this counselor who says, oh, who are you, Mike? <gasps> oh, I have a job for you now. <laughs> not suspiciously at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The like- hours had, uh, the pay is bad, but the hours are worse. That was like a TGIF, like yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of like primetime TV villain. Yeah. So I, I think like the moment- like David Lynch he, would make fun of it. He, you he know? does that. I know. And so I'm waiting for him to come out. And then he comes into the in this yellow rabbit suit, <laughs> which is also an animatronic. Mm-hmm. And in the video game, right, the, the people who use the animatronics, the animatronics cannot have any sort of mist. So any yeah. sort of moist thing, like it, that's a rule, guys. It triggers the uh, the 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 mechanism to kill the person inside. Yeah. That's what happened with the bite of eighty three, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened with the bite. Was of it was it Mike uh, that got his head stuck in, or yeah, or, or the, he 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 put um his older brother told him to put his head in the the. Uh, Fazbear, I think, right? Or yes. Fredbear. And then uh, because he was crying, whatever, it got wet or whatever, and it triggered the... That's insane. The, <laughs> it triggered tears. the mouth to clamp down on his head. So You can it, drop an old phone in water real fast, like even one from 2001. It would probably be fine. But also the fact that I think you can accept this on a game because of course, it doesn't this is, matter. Yeah, now, when you I'm put it into a narrative, yeah. it's like, this makes no sense for anyone. I mean, they don't talk about it. But he's wearing this suit at the end, and then he gets killed by the suit. Probably, you know, in the video game, he's called the the person who, you know, he always comes back, right? He mm-hmm. never, yeah, he, he can never die. So you will have more of him. I mean, I think he's a great character, and like you say, he's a great actor. Um, he'll he'll be back. But yeah, so for me, that that sort of like all this plot because it's very plot driven. This mm-hmm. movie. Uh, all these plot points were like, okay. Unfortunately, it's plot driven. If I could forget all of this stuff and I can just enjoy the ride of like, you know, I love the little cupcake chasing around the yeah. guy, you know, or or the the animatronics looking at the at the cameras and yeah. like they're creepy. Uh, things like that are are cool. The the shadows and yeah. the, you know the they did a big death with like they they bite one person yeah, off and so and sick. the. And then, but they didn't shadow, so they. I want cooler deaths too. I want more deaths. I want more blood. Obviously, we're PG thirteen, but we. Yeah, but she did a lot of the shadows and and and. For the rating, probably right. Right, so you can still see it, but it's Mm -hmm. not as impactful. So I think I think all of that is well done. I just feel script wise is one of those movies, and of course, with a bad script, it's very difficult to make a good movie. And that C story, which is just like feels like it's from a different movie, it's like I just want to be in Josh Hutcherson's right. world. Right, because also that 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 story doesn't get clear completely. Is because how do the how do these animatronics end up at her house? Mm. Right? Do they walk all the way? Do they? How do they know where they live? All of that stuff. But it looks like they killed the aunt. Mm-hmm. 
And then when we go back to normal life, the aunties know there and nobody cares. You know, mm-hmm. there's no investigation, which is okay. It's just there's a lot of movie things there be police happening, and it's being too like, what happened too many at the same time. Yes, that's my my problem with the with the movie. Which the movie confused me just straight up. It confused me like what you're saying. There's so many things going on. I feel like it's such a simple video game. I was expecting that. So when all these things were like circling around me, yeah, all different stories. I was just like. I was just disappointed. I wanted it to be more simple. Yeah. Because also, what's the point of like sitting this this guy in the chair mm-hmm. and then this suit that looks like it's going to, I'm assuming, is that how he put the kids inside because of the blades? But yeah, then, some sort of crazy, yeah. But it's like, it's I, it doesn't make sense that that is the mechanism to kill. And then also, they're all there in the storage with other characters that are from so how do they the eat? video game. And all that, you know what I mean? Oh, well, they're just ghosts. Yeah, I. it's just, but I'm also like, <laughs> like, what do they do there? What What do ghosts eat? <laughs> uh, ghosts come <laughs> there. That's the answer. <laughs> what, what the, the, the ghosts are just hanging out there? Yeah, they're trapped there and it looks like because their memories were stolen mm-hmm. and they love drawings, this guy- <laughs> They has, love drawings. They, this guy has- painted a world mm-hmm. where with the drawings he has manipulated these kids insane and then this kid at the end the way that he redraws a moment and that's how they recover their memories and then they attack him it's too much plot thin that is like so thin yeah you have to redraw have to... something to convince the characters <laughs> oh this isn't right it's like that's very like yeah we you really have to be paying attention right so which no one is. But at the same time, I think it's just, yeah, it's one of those things that you have to completely, you need to understand this point because if not, you don't understand the movie, but you mm-hmm. then you have to believe it and just not question. Oh yeah, of it's course. It's like a little bit of, have to go on faith. This are, <laughs> is like this because yeah, that's it. It's a wild movie. But the opening of the movie, you mm-hmm. know, when, uh, okay, we have the security guard scene, yeah. which already annoys me when someone takes so long into taking one bolt out and then the moment that it gets out of the other side, he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. So he's taking the bolts of this thing <laughs> and then on the other hand, side, he just pushes and it comes out. It's like there's two, dude. <laughs> it's like, like, wait a second. But anyway, then we start with the, with the cool like intro, the titles, mm-hmm. and we go into these video games when we actually foresee what's happening exactly. with the, the, the backstory, right? We see the rabbit yeah. taking kids with the, had the 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 graphics of of the game mm-hmm. and and it's seen like the rabbit is taking I a like kid and taking a cool. kid i thought it was a, a fun a fun little like way of doing it it also just told you like the answers to the right it tells you without you knowing which i always but i all, like. but i like to realize that like when josh was like thinking about his brother in a dream i'd be like uh they just told us in the credits like mm-hmm. kids are like being taken yes <laughs> like, yes also another thing that not only he goes back to his dreams, now this ghost talked to him in his dream and he is lucid enough to talk to him. Yes. It's, it's just, extremely hard to do, but he has these pills that allow him. It, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that's what I'm saying. Like it has too many unbelievable plot points. Yeah, I mean, I would like to know the name of the pill even if it's fake. Like <laughs> just like, like literally just like go deeper. Yeah. It's a sleeping pill. What? That's the answer to everything? Okay. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so then uh, I was going to ask you what's your favorite scene, but uh, you, since you didn't like... Anything, I don't have a favorite scene. That's right. my answer. I, I truly don't. don't. I don't have, think I have for one. a moment. Even like the... Because even the scary scenes where like I thought like something really cool was going to happen, it didn't please me. Yeah. And that's why that's why that's my answer. Yeah. I just didn't like the movie. I um, Yeah, I wish it had been better. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think, I think we're reviewing a movie... That is not made for us. Yes. And and but I want all movies to be good. Right. No, I understand. I understand. And I think, but it's like sometimes when you watch, I don't know, you watch cartoons made for two year olds, and they don't have a plot and they repeat the same thing. Yeah. It's not for you. It's yeah. but they are entertained and they're learning something. So I feel like this. I mean, I like all types of Man, movies. My kids watch the the craziest things that they're just like, "Oh my gosh, how do you like this? It's so boring." Oh, right, right. So boring. And you're like, but they're like engaged, right? Yeah. Something clicks with them. You should and show get, them this. Go. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe may, maybe when they're older, they're like, this sucks. They're, they're 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 toddlers. <laughs> no, I I think I think uh, I think they strike the right amount of like gore in in plot and all of that and game uh, visualization that mm -hmm. people who are fans of the game I think will enjoy the movie I don't know if everybody will love it because yeah. also when you're a true fan you would have done things differently yeah. but I feel like uh, I the think it's, it's satisfying yeah, yeah. Well, here you know what the um, if you look at the score on Rotten Tomatoes, fan score is eighty nine percent. I think the the, the um, fans don't know critics is like twenty something or thirty something percent. But, yeah, fans are not smart. But still, you know, this is a fan movie. Yeah, I I, I agree, and and also there's a lot of aren't there any bad movies that you like or that you mm, love because of something be. else? Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, I love that movie Airheads with Brendan Fraser and right. Adam Sandler. That's not a good movie. It's like basically Die Hard in the 90s with like rock and roller. Right. So I, I just feel like that's... that's Michael Richards. <laughs> you can have not every good movie I also like. Of course, I mean, yeah. Because it, it has to strike certain things also for you to like it. I guess it that's true. It. And in comedies I like, there's rules in the movie that don't make sense and stuff like that. I right. guess I just... Um, I guess because I watched this, I don't know much about it. I wanted everything to be good. I right. Wanted it to be no, I wanted to be a little. I mean, more Top Gun could have been a piece of shit, and yeah, but it wouldn't have made a trillion dollars. It only made uh, one billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But there I, is something to doing a good damn job. Yeah, I. It's uh, to me. It's I don't think anybody. I I truly believe this that I don't think any filmmaker sets themselves to make a bad product. Because it's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's as hard. Oh, I understand. Make a good and a bad. You write the same way. You go on set the same yeah, way. A million you percent. You edit. And nobody wants that product to be bad. It's just so difficult to be good. And to be exceptional, you know, we talked last week about yeah. So what's the difference? The script? I think it's it's a lot of a lot of things. But yes, I, th I think the script in this movie is one of those things that is like, okay, we're trying to make sure all of these people are happy yeah we're trying to hit the creator of the of the of the video game scott scott what cow 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 something yeah well yep. scott he's both a story have, yeah. writer meaning like he scott came up with the coffin coffin so yeah uh i think i think the movie has enough that people are gonna love it. I think we were talking about how uh, the creator of the video game is part of the of the writing team. Both the stories his and he's a part of the screenplay. The director's another one credited as a screenwriter. Yeah. So 
I think they they trying to hit these notes, mm-hmm. and where you're trying all of these things, maybe you're not looking for the story that might be the most compelling, but the one that captures all of these moments that are gonna make happy so many people. And I respect that. It, like I said, it's not it's not for me. It's not my kind of movie, to be honest. I, it's I, less more. It's less more. Yeah, depending. So the the big lesson of Jaws. I'm right? like Bill March throwing out a crazy question. No, it's no. less more. In in, <laughs> in horror, I think it is. I think and and I think in, in all all life it is. Yeah, less is more. Less money is better. Less money is more money. That's that's very true. Less money is better. You yes, wanna... for Matthew Perry. Less money is way better. I, yeah, I'll say this about Matthew Perry. I've seen him for years. Yeah, he yeah. does money. Money didn't help. We him. had a friend who was engaged to him. Like he had a tragic story. I, yeah, I, very sad about Matthew Perry. My dad and I talked about him a lot because yeah. he was an addict, and I loved his show Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. I did okay. not like Friends. I did. I was a Seinfeld oh, guy. I, I love Friends. So I liked Seinfeld. I didn't care about Friends, and my like I just didn't. And I loved him on Studio Sixty. He was yeah. addicted to Vicodin on the show. There's, so emotional it's, and his I, I feel like we can leave this in this is good like hollywood talk but like his parents got photographed by tmz they're bright bulbs on their like yeah. 80 year old faces it's, pull into uh, the house i'm like where our friend had been living i'm just like sad it's very stuff. tragic because he five always, nights at matthews yeah <laughs> he, he five, th- five nights at perry's he said that uh <laughs> He was looking for fame and he wanted to be famous and that that fame he thought was going to solve or fill that void that he had inside. And not only did that, but it gave him the resources to like really go on a path that was terrible. It's heartbreaking. Hollywood is a heartbreaking place if you don't have discipline. I I cling on to the little discipline I have and it's very hard for me here. Yeah, I I don't think I love Hollywood and and fame and all that stuff. I just love the products and I love show business. I do. Right. Emma Tommy's going to have to have uh, discipline now. She's she's famous. Who? Emma. Emma. Yeah. But she, yeah, I I think she's going to do a sequel that is going to be bigger, brighter, maybe not as successful because how can it's you top to something that is like lighting in a bottle? Is this in China? Uh, I wonder I, because the domestic was pretty high. It yeah, the like mes- it went to Asia. But also think about- Or international was high. So they did a, a yeah, it was pretty high. I think it was- uh, 100, uh, 130 million, I think. It's, that's total. That's totally Total domestic and international. Yeah. It, but Okay, so domestic, international but, is like 40 something, 50 yeah. something. That's not easy to do. If no. you're an American, but I guess Especially, American IP is very valuable. Yes, yes. And it's a, a horror movie, it's Halloween, it's all of those things. But but this in the US, what is very, very surprising, this is a date, date and date release, which means at the same time that hits the movie theaters, it's also hitting a streamer. So you can either watch it in the movie theaters or on a streaming device. And obviously, that usually people think that that was a strategy that they use a lot in the during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers really uh, shot their themselves in the in the foot with with that strategy. Movies yeah. like Dune, like they, I like that they did that for selfish reasons. Right, I love Dune. and and people people like it for this for did the same like reason. It? Love Dune. It was amazing. But but they, they in watch. terms of profits, they they yeah, saw their course. profits diminish. So they thought they weren't truly believing in the movie they thought that okay because the exorcist didn't do as well maybe we'll have the people who who want to watch their home let's hit them both at the same time yeah they're hedging their bets yeah basically look at this it's like the biggest thing on 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 
the movie theater. I don't and understand is the it. Biggest Peacock uh, movie release ever. Well, the Peacock. Damn, I didn't know that. that. So at the same time, I that boggles my mind. It boggles my mind that people under twenty one are going to movies. Uh huh. Because, uh, like, we work with people who are between twenty three and twenty six, like the younger people at our office, and yeah. they are, they seem very different. Yeah. And I, but I also can't imagine them going to the movies. So I'm like. This must be so impactful that these people are going against what they would normally do according to statistics and yeah. anything. But if you go see the Marvel movies or all that, all the young But that was before COVID. I'm talking yeah. about now. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, like movies now are so different. Like I remember, you know, all the Marvel movies are packed and they're big events, even yeah. Twilight back in the day. But like this just seems so different. Like, I, we're I in a new era. I mean, just for- Or are one, we back? Are I, movies back? I look. Spielberg told Tom Cruise, "You you you save the movies with this stuff, right? Like with with Top yeah. Gun." I think after that, we've seen Oppenheimer, a movie that is not for kids, and Barbie. a movie that is not um, it's a drama. It's not. It's an Oscar movie. It's a. It's a. It's a it, you, yes, it is big, but the it's internet not. helped them both. Though the Gillian went viral, and so did Barbie. True, like, but I'm saying like that's not a traditional movie that that breaks the box office, but. To be fair with 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 Nolan. we don't need the but it, I thought the internet is Barbie. what made Oppenheimer and Barbie big. I really yeah. did. I thought oh because it's uh, getting memed. Yeah, it's, it's people are going to the theater for the experience. This movie Five Nights at Freddy's was not big on the internet. No one gave a shit. I did not see anything about it. But because of the game, I no, think the game yes, but it didn't go big on on Twitter or X or whatever. It wasn't like memed to death. People aren't like tweeting about it, being like Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe you're not. In it's, the not, it's not hitting your algorithm, it, not but hit it was. I agree that it's it not hitting my algorithm, but Oppenheimer and Barbie did, and they were still huge hits. I'm saying if they're a huge yeah. hit, shouldn't Five Nights at Freddy's hit me? It's Because it's a more of a cult cult movie. And I think that's I what understand. it is. Yeah, I, I think just for that one reason, that see like a, a movie theater pack with kids, I think that's already something to celebrate this movie. Oh, I for. agree. That's That boggles my mind that that happened. So, yeah. Uh, kudos. You know, kudos. Yeah, yeah. 90%. Because that's 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 cool, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of our goal here, right? Is like, hey, go to the theaters, yes. watch, watch movies. Watch you know, movies. let it's movies are important. We all love movies, so yeah, the fact that this important. movie Look brought people how we to the theater, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they're we're passionate clearly, about it. Yeah, and the fact that people went to the theater to see it, that's great. Like, I I love that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It means that hopefully people will pay writers more. We'll get good scripts. We'll get good movies. Yeah. The Marvel movies took advantage of Pe- that. They people wrote. will invest. People will invest yes. in movies, right? If yes. people go to movies, then there'll be more investment into movies. We should open a theater on the island. <laughs> yes. And we just reenact the movies. That's all we do. Like, be kind. Because we have no projectionist here or yeah. projection or anything like that. Yeah. Here. The skeleton. We put a bulb in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, have you guys seen Willy's Wonderland with Nick Cage? They did a movie like this with Nick Cage. I remember before this before this movie. I saw it. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's a you know it's rated R. Yeah, bloodier. Um, yeah. but same same principle. Animatronics come to life, and Nick Cage has to defeat them. Simple movie. Yeah, and you know simple the movie premise. I wanted to watch today. Yeah, right. but that's that's something that. You know, definitely is Five Nights at Five Nights at Freddy's for adults. For adults. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want a little bit more blood, and Nick Cage, which he's one with of my the favorite skeleton, actors. always wants Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. I always want. I mean, Nick Cage. I always want Nick Cage. I love the guy. <laughs> good, good. It's insane. But that's oh. that's that was another movie that was made. I forget, uh, maybe five years. Five yeah. years back. Yeah, it was a while ago, but back. it's good. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it's fun uh, like this also. Uh, but I I 
I always love movies for kids. Uh, you know, there's something, you know, the best possible ones. You have like an E.T. Yeah. Or like a thing you can watch. Oh, I, thought you, were, your I life. thought you meant like a real movie for kids, like a Blue's Clues movie or something. Oh, no, no. Like yeah. Movies were like, you know, the, the or. It's you and Epstein. The 80s. <laughs> God. Not Island movies like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> That'd be funny if SOS, it, it's revealed that we're on Epstein's Island. Island. We're yeah. just like literally we next We zoom out. Him. Yeah. And there's like, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen Hawking. And it's Hawking. like, oh, Turtle Island is here too. <laughs> it's Stephen yeah. Hawking and Weinstein and, and the Bill, plane. Bill Clinton's here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, I mean, the pyramid from the dollar bill is in the back drinking <laughs> with the one eye. <laughs> we know bad people love movies. Oh, yeah. So they probably have their own projection. Good people are doing their own thing. Um, okay, let's. Did you let's, go to church yesterday? So, all right. <laughs> so if people haven't seen this movie, why should they see it? Why is this an important movie to see? I think one, it's uh, Halloween. Uh, well, last week was Halloween, so I think it's it's a uh, it's always great to have these movies for this time. Like, there's always a little, a little spooky, yeah, a tale of spookiness after Halloween after, that I think is okay because yeah, you know, and you can watch it with your family uh, if you are young, which I don't think is our our main audience, but if you are in that. 13 it's easy watching 20 though. it's so fun uh put this on at thanksgiving when you're like annoyed of your like uh aunt or your right your mom being like why do you live in new york do great you get great special effects the the yeah. animatronics are really fun i, th- I thought they were re- very lively and, and and fun it's pg-13 i want to be like was that a curse word right yeah it's it's it's, it's safe in that way uh your little like cousins will like it and you could shut them up yeah I, I, I think it's a it's a it's a good uh, kids movie for 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 Halloween. The dog will look at the TV. And and if it's not yeah if it's not perfect well n- nothing in the in the in the in life is perfect. <laughs> That's I would what think, an amazing like, <laughs> excuse for Five Nights at Freddy's. If it's not perfect, nothing in life is perfect. Yeah, give 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 it a chance. Also, you know that is is breaking records. Uh, I wish you were the general woman director. You have two. everything. Nothing yeah. in life is perfect. <laughs> We'll be okay. But yeah, I I I definitely uh <laughs> didn't love it, but I would recommend watching and, and discussing and see what you guys think. Yeah, I I I uh talking to Andres honestly has made me soften a little bit on my opinion of the movie. I didn't like it. I was disappointed. Uh Andres has opened my mind uh more as usual with uh movies that I come in with a negative attitude about. <laughs> I go- I IMDB'd them. I wanted to kill the writers. So I was like, <clears throat> nerds and but I feel a little better about this. I want to see the second one to see what they do. Um, I think video ga- or iPhone apps, video games becoming movies is great. Um, just because it's a re- it's technically original IP. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Also, if you're Gen X or Gen Y, you have something to talk talk to Gen Z about. Exactly right. that and Spider Man Two on Sony, <laughs> PlayStation Five. Awesome. So we'll see you guys uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.